Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Charlene. Happy Tuesday to everyone. God is an awesome, powerful God whom we serve, our Redeemer and friend, Jesus Christ. And we're so grateful that he woke us up this morning. He set us on our way. What a God we serve. What a mighty rock. We look around the world, we see that we see glimpses that Christ is coming soon. The whole world is under panic. We look and see the coronavirus is turning again. There's going to be a, a lockdown. It's a lockdown from yesterday, partially in Toronto again. We're seeing the whole world wondering what's next. We've seen a lot of businesses going under. We see that there's a financial crisis looming. We know that our Redeemer joy at night. And what do we have to do? We have to prepare. Prepare for what's coming. How do we prepare? We've got to stay in the words. In the words of the Lord. Okay, today I want to get right into the word. Um... Um, I'm going to read from uh, 1 Corinthians 12. I'll be reading from verse 23. I'll read to verse uh, uh, 27. 23 to 27 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And it's talking about our body and the different members of our body. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful that you have connected us from all over the world, from UK, Vancouver, California, all over, oh God, your people are connecting so that we can have this devotion. We can worship together as one family across the board. We just appreciate you, oh God, and thank you for what you're going to do and how you're going to lead your people and how you're going to take us to the next level. We just appreciate you, O God, and thank you, and praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so the word says, And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestowed more abundant honor. And our Uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. Very, very powerful verse. Very powerful. We're talking about the members of our body. And the church is the body of Christ. 
our body is a temple of Christ. So if you break it down to say our body consists of different members, which you're going to see. But we're talking about humility. We're talking about honorable, you know, parts of your, the body that is necessary. I mean, meant if you don't have an arm, you are, you are handicapped. You know, you, you can't function the way you are to function. If you have only one eye, you know, if something is missing from the body, you know, but it says those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestowed more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundance comeliness. Okay, look at the next verse. For our comely parts have no need, but God has tempered the body together having given more abundant honor to that part which lock. It's too deep. It's too deep. I'm telling you, each verse is a sermon. I'm going to come back to it. So verse 25 says, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Verse 26 is the key verse I want to speak about. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Wow. Wow. Brethren, this verses I just read deserve to be studied in detail. But I want to call your attention to the body of Christ, and the Lord using our body as a template to say that our body, if we're missing an arm, it hurts the body. If something is missing from off your body, a body part, if you have just one leg, it's going to be hard to get around. You're going to know something major happened to your life. The Lord is describing the body of Christ, the church, as our own body, having the different parts that complement each other. Therefore, the Lord is saying here this morning, if one part of the body lacks something, if it lacks nutrients, as a matter of fact, if you eat, and take the right vitamins, it distributes right throughout your body. But if you look at it in a sense where if the arm is not being uh, fed proper and every other part of the body is being fed, then it's going to come, it's going to lock the nutrients and get weak and perhaps have to be amputated. I'm saying then the Lord is looking on, on the wholeness of the body of Christ. The question the Lord bid me to ask is, what part of the body are you? And if you look at the body of Christ, the church, what part of the body are you? 
Are you the feet that carries the body that you walk with? Are you the toes? It's so important if somebody have two toes that is missing and you take your shoes off, you will look awfully like something is definitely wrong. Everybody will start to look into what happened. If you stretch forth your left hand and notice that the index finger is not there, you'd probably be afraid to show your hands in public. When you look on your body, it's complete. With five fingers on each hand, it's complete. You know that some people have six fingers. I've been to school already with, happened more than once where a student have six fingers, a little one attached to the smallest finger. And when you're like that, everybody noticed that you're, you're not the same, you're unusual. And they will ask you what happened or how come you have that? Or people will be afraid to ask the question when they look and see what's going on. It meant that something is not right. So therefore, the question again, what part of the body are you? Are you the eyes? What is your function in the church of God, in the body of Christ? Are you just there? You're not part of the body. You're just hanging on somewhere. You're not there. You see, the body of Christ consists of the whole members, the eyes, the ears, the neck, the shoulders, the arms, the thighs, the feet, the legs, knees. It consists of the entire body. Our body is a temple of the living God, and the Lord is comparing it to the church and how the church have to be one member in these last days. And the Lord is asking us this morning, what part of the body are you? Are you really a part of the body of Christ? Are you seeing some people falling away and we need to do something so that they can be one? Because if you cut the arm off, it's going to hurt the whole body. If the fingernail is hurting, the entire body is under pain. If you have a toothache, the body is under pain. You can't concentrate. God is saying, as the family of God, we need the spirit of unity in the last days in order for the body of Christ to be in one accord and to carry out the work of the Lord. I want to go back again. I'm going to read verses 23 again to 26 I'm going to read again. Please, brethren, it's very important. I'm going to read it again, and it's relating to the church as one body. The Lord compares our body that if one hurt, we need to get it fixed up. You know, if your arm, if you have a cut, a sprained ankle, you need to wrap it up so that it can heal because it affects the whole body. In these last days, God's church is going to be under attack. 
and we have to get together in one accord if we want to make it to the next level. It can't be having gossipers, people putting down each other. We have to be in one accord. And if somebody is weak, we need to encourage that person. Somebody, some part of your body you may think have no use, and God is reserving it. That part, that somebody in the church to be used with much more power. But if you look on a whole, that they are one body, we're not going to criticize them. We're not going to put them down because they are part of the body of Christ. I'm going to read again. It says, And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable. Listen, the church is one body, and you look around and think that some people are good for nothing, and because of the way they dress, the way who they hang out with, we think that they are not part of the body. But if we get rid of them, it's like cutting off part of our fingers, and it's going to hurt because the body is one. Listen again. And those members of the body, which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestowed more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, for God has tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor, to that part which lock. That's the God we serve. He made us in a whole. There's nothing lock in the human body. And God wants the church families to get together in one accord, in unity, that there'll be no lock. Verse 25 says that there should be no schism in the body. No gossip, no hearsay, no hearing down, but that the members should have the same care one for another. Take care of your own body, the body of Christ. The way we care for our own body, that's how the body of Christ. And verse 26, and whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Uh, one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Listen, I'll read to conclude. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, health, governments, diversities of tongues. Listen, if you continue to go through this chapter, it's so powerful. Listen, you see what the Lord calls first? First, apostles. Who are apostles? That's people who the Lord call and send to carry the message. And the Lord is saying, every one of us are part of the member of the one body. If one hurts, everybody hurts. If we start to look at it this way, there'll be much more love in God's church. Listen, 
Secondly, that's firstly apostles. It says, secondarily, prophets. The carrying of the message is more powerful than even being a prophet. Thirdly, teachers. And after that comes miracle. Everybody wants miracle and healing. You see how far it comes down? Everybody escalate and said, I want to be able to heal or lay hands. I want to be able to do this. What about carrying the gospel message? It's a gift. Oh, man, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. The Lord is saying this morning to all of us in this short devotion that our body is really the temple of the living God. And if you will look at the church, our own family has one body. If one hurts, the whole body hurts. The thing about it is if we're not part of the body, we won't recognize the hurt of other people. Hello, somebody. This is the case in point. If we don't recognize when somebody hurts, we are not part of the body. You see, because the body attaches to each other. The body is connected. You know the song that says the, 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 the neck bone connected to the shoulder bone and the bones and bones and bones. All the bones connected. That's how we are connected in the spiritual realm. So therefore, if you find yourself separated, somebody hurt in the church and it doesn't even bother you. You even tear them down more. It meant that you're not part of the body. You're not part of the body that's supposed to have these gifts. That the Lord spoke about the church to edify God's church. You cannot be part of the body. And that's what's wrong. A lot of people are in the church and they are not part of the body of Christ. Because we gossip, we look and we tear people down. Trust me. If we are part of the body, how can you tear down your own body? You're going to see anybody take a knife and cut themselves, cut off one of your fingers, cut off one of your toes. You're not going to do that because it's going to hurt you. But you know what? If it's not attached to you, you will cut it off. Because you're not going to feel it. If we have no feelings, no comeliness, no connection, no, no humility, no connection with Christ, you're going to feel the emotion that somebody's going through. You're not going to reach out in love to that party. Instead, you're going to call somebody on the phone and say, you see, and talk and talk and talk. We're in danger. If we're not part of the last day church, if we're not part of the body of Christ, then what are we then? How are we going to receive the latter rain? How are we going to receive these gifting that I read about, being an apostle of Christ, being able to heal, be a teacher. We're not talking about people with degrees who 
say that they are teachers, but they aren't called to be spiritual teachers because when we are spiritual teachers, we're connected to the body. And if one hurt, we will recognize it, that this brother need an encouragement. This sister need some food because we are attached. So the question again is, what part of the body are you? Do you really think you personally this morning is part of the body? Do you feel like you are disconnected? You know, there's no feeling in your toes. If your toes get cut off, you don't even miss it. No connection. You know, you know, the internet, like you go and you're on Wi-Fi and you get no connection. Do you feel like there's no connection with your arm, your body? Do you find that there's no connection with your mind? Are you a part of the body? What do you think causes us to separate from the body? What do you think? I want you to think about these things before we close. What do you think causes us to be part of the body? Where you can reach out with compassion. When somebody hurts, you hurt too. And you will reach out with love. When your child hurts, you will reach out with love. You know, I often wonder why loved ones hate each other more than strangers. In this ministry, I analyzed this point over the years, that husband and wives treat each other worse in arguing and putting people down. Mothers treat children worse than how they treat strangers. And when I analyzed it, I recognized that some of it is generational curses, that you'll be nice to everybody, but when you get to your true self, where you take down the barriers and you become your true self. That's when you are around your family. And that's when everything goes wild. You will say names. You will curse. You will do that to the one you're supposed to love. But when we go outside, we put on a mask and we pretend to be the nicest person in the workplace, the nicest person and the job in church. But when we go home and we take our uniforms off, we take the mask off, the true self come out, the true self of anger, the true self of unforgiveness, the true self of resentment, the true self of bitterness, guilt, shame, and we start to take it out in words. And when we send out words, we cannot take back the words. It's already damaging to children. It's already destroyed characters and images of God. It smites. It breaks down. These are what happens because we're coming back to our true self. We're coming from a body 
of deceit, a body of deception, a body of rape and pain and anger, a body that needs healing, a body, and therefore we cannot communicate properly because we are severed. We are not part of the body any longer because our own guilt, our own pain that we carry, our own generational curses that we come to the table with severs us, separate us from the body of Christ. Therefore, the bitterness comes out to the one that we supposedly love. How can we fix this? How can we ask God to convert us so that the bitterness will not come out on the ones who feed us, the one who sit around the dining table, the one who you go to bed with? Fear won't come. You're afraid to speak to your sister, your brother, because of the words that will fly. You're afraid to speak to your mother because you don't know what's going to come next. And she's carrying the baggages from because she was raped. God is saying this morning, we need to bring everything to the mercy seat. You know, only God can convert. Only God can bring us back to the family. Only God can help us, as I said, and bring us to the family. Only God can restore what was already broken and stolen. What can we say about this? What can we do? What and how can we add to this? How can we make changes to this? How can we contribute to this? Where God can come in and remold us, remake us, so that we can be one body. This is destroying God's church. We have no love. Words comes out because of where we have been. We just came out of the miry clay. We don't know what compassion is. We don't know what love is. God is asking you this morning, what type, what part of the body are you? Are you a part of the body? You felt like you're definitely severed. You're not anymore. What do we need to do? What do you need to do? Let us just go to God in prayer. Ask God to give us that heart to forgive, that heart to let go, that heart to measure the words that we will speak. And when we speak the words, it will be mingled and mixed with salt. It would be like season. That when it hits other ears, people will rejoice and they'll be thankful and say, thanks for the encouragement. It won't be words where people, bodies tense up because you're going to speak now. Tense up. I pray this morning that the God of glory will help us to recognize that we are part of the body of Christ. I pray that we will recognize it. <laughs> 
God be with you and strengthen you as we'll now have a prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.